Hey friend, welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast. For many of you right now can feel like the middle of the valley of holiday bloat. (laughs) Thanksgiving kicked it off. That weekend and week, maybe you had a lot of leftovers. You're feeling a little bit more lethargic, a little bit more lenient on what you're eating. And then this past weekend tends to be a big weekend for holiday parties and get-togethers where yet again, you found yourself eating more sweets and indulgences. And now maybe your pants are feeling a little bit tighter. You're starting to create a pattern that you're not pleased with. And maybe you're feeling a bit discouraged and you're wanting to kind of just ride out the rest of the year as is and like, ah, I don't know, I'll just make it through December and I'll start things back up January 1st. If that's where you're at, I want to extend some encouragement and let you know that it doesn't have to be like that. You can still enjoy your favorite Christmas cookies. I keep saying this the last few weeks, I'm going to be enjoying my favorite things. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be a just all bets are off kind of a dynamic. And so these six steps that I'm giving you today, not necessarily something you need to all implement all of them this month, but I think you'll find some nuggets and some things that you can focus on and start to put into place this month that will set you up a lot better for January 1st so that you're not starting the new year just <laughs> in shambles because you kind of tossed everything out the window until then. And I think these will really set you up for a good foundation and focus for your healthy weight loss goals for the new year. So with that said, let's get into it. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until... I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. As a reminder, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Naval Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions. So you want to lose weight, but you are so over doing another diet, particularly now during the holidays. And you just actually really want to approach things from a healthy, holistic standpoint. You're done with the quick fixes, but also starting anything still just kind of feels daunting and complicated. Friend, the Healthy Weight Loss Academy is going to show you how to lose weight in a healthy way that is grounded in your worth and value in Jesus. And it's based on a proven system for sustainable health. And it's only six weeks. The next cohort is starting January 1st. But here's the thing. 
when you sign up, I'm not going to make you wait until the first of the year to get support. When you sign up today, you will gain access to an exclusive community group and to my Hope and Health Through the Holidays mini course, where you can learn exactly how to get to the end of the year healthier than it started without giving up your favorite Christmas cookies. Sign up at visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course, which is visiondrivenhealth, the name of this podcast.com slash course, or just use the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Okay, I'm going to give you these six tips for healthy weight loss, but I got to start off by saying I've honestly struggled with including the phrase weight loss in my new course title and just talking about weight loss so much. And while I know that there's a big desire for so many of my clients and those of you listening to lose weight, I, I just know that there's so much more to it than just weight loss because it's also at least my desire for my clients is that it's a closer relationship with Jesus, a renewed sense of self-worth and confidence, that your blood work is improving, that your energy is increasing, and that you're ultimately creating a life-giving routine that you can see yourself doing for the rest of your life. For me, it's not exciting if someone loses weight, if they haven't done it in a way that is good for their body and can last them for decades to come. What I love to hear is when I check in with a client a few months or year after they finished working with me, and they are still implementing what they learned during their time in my program. Their weight is maintained, but more importantly, the habits that support their overall health has been upheld. That is the goal. So all that to say, I was able to actually get behind the name of my course, the Healthy Weight Loss Academy, when I added the adjective healthy, (laughs) because there really is a big difference between healthy weight loss and just weight loss or even unhealthy weight loss. And (laughs) a funny kind of morbid example of what just weight loss is, a friend of mine would say, well, do you want to lose weight or fat? Because if we chop off your arm, they'll take care of seven to 10 pounds. (laughs) So it was kind of a interesting, funny way of explaining to people it's not just weight loss. You want to lose fat. And the thing is though, rarely does somebody actually measure their body fat percentage before they go on a weight loss journey. It really is usually just a focus on the scale. But in my programs and courses, I have my clients also take their measurements and their pictures because the scale is such a small piece of the puzzle when it comes to results. And it doesn't give all the details we need to understand the changes that are happening in your body. It's so important to be able to see and know where the weight is coming from. And with diets that lose weight too quickly, you run the, you run the risk of losing a lot of muscle weight because you're not consuming enough protein or even just food in general. And some of those diets don't even allow you to work out because they know that they're having you eat too little food, which is a major red flag. So what is the difference between healthy weight loss and unhealthy weight loss? Let's start with what healthy weight loss isn't. It's not doing something you'd never see yourself doing long-term. It's not being dependent on packaged processed foods. It's not over-restricting yourself and how much you eat or what you eat. It's not starving yourself or keeping yourself perpetually hungry. It's not doing large amounts of intense workouts or cardio. It's not 
eating certain foods specifically to lose weight. I remember hearing about this one diet called the cabbage soup diet, where it's like people will just eat a certain thing over and over in hopes of losing weight. Uh, But like I said, if you don't see yourself doing it for the long term, it's not a healthy way to do it. And it's not, it's healthy weight loss is not taking weight loss pills or altering your body's normal functioning. If that's what it takes to lose weight, then we know there's something else that needs to occur because true healthy weight loss is a byproduct of caring for your body and bringing it into a healthy state from which the weight can actually come off healthily, (laughs) which looks like partnering with God's design for your body, nourishing your body and giving it what it needs to function optimally, not just function. Somebody once gave this example of how if you, and a lot of you who live on the Midwest in the East coast or in areas that actually have a winter in California, it just gets a little chilly, but we don't have, well, unless you're in the mountains, but Southern California, you're not dealing with snow. So our grass is green all year round, but I know in areas where it snows, the grass turns brown and it looks brown until it's kind of like that spring dynamic and whatnot. And the grass, even though it's brown, it's still alive. It's functioning, but that's not optimal. Optimal is when you see that green lush kind of grass. And so many people are operating as brown grass. <laughs> they're, they're alive, they're functioning, but it's not optimal. And so healthy weight loss comes from functioning optimally and Healthy weight loss looks like nourishing your body so that you eat enough food and you have the right amounts of macro and micronutrients. My newest clients that I have right now, it's super cool. They all lost weight over Thanksgiving and over the week of Thanksgiving. And the coolest part about it is that they were all eating more than what they were eating before they started working with me. And one of the biggest changes that they made was increasing their protein. And in the Healthy Weight Loss Academy, I show you how to figure out how much protein and other macros you need for your size, your goals, and activity levels, which I'm going to actually share a little bit with you about here in a moment. And as important as getting the right nutrients is for weight loss, you also want to make sure that the results that you're seeing are feeling rested, you're staying hydrated, you're managing stress. You're working through mental and emotional health dynamics. You're getting in consistent resistance training exercise that's appropriate for your abilities. And when you do those things and those are becoming a part of your lifestyle, then that is when the weight comes off. But with it, your gut health improves. Your hormones come into balance. Your blood work improves. Uh, I've seen clients, they start getting off medications. Their energy increases. Their metabolism begins to function the way it's supposed to, which is exactly what's happening with my clients who are eating more and eat, and losing weight. And healthy weight loss means your whole body is working the way that it should. And to be clear, <laughs> extra clear, just because you lose weight, it, that is not evidence that your body is working the way that it should or that a diet is healthy. It might be evidence that the diet is effective because you're losing weight, but gosh, I've had numerous clients come to me with jacked up metabolisms because they followed the wrong kind of plan that had them losing weight so fast and they were so restricted in their caloric intake that their their metabolism just ended up all over the place. It was super, super messed up. And so I say that because 
I actually have some really good news for you. <laughs> Most of my clients, even the ones that had metabolisms that were all messed up, even the ones that I'm, I'm telling you right now who lost the weight during Thanksgiving, they were eating, some of them started working with me. They were eating only 700 calories or less than a thousand calories. And within just four weeks, they started to see significant results. They started to lose the weight. And like I said, they were eating more food. And there are approximately, at least at the release of this episode, four weeks left in the year and in the month. (laughs) If you follow these steps that I'm going to share with you today, or at least even just a couple of them, you will likely end this year healthier than you started. And you'll enter into January with momentum instead of being way behind the starting line from holiday indulgences. So without further ado, here are six steps to healthy weight loss, all of which are in the Healthy Weight Loss Academy. Number one, set your foundation. This This is the step that everybody wants to skip. People don't want, they, people just want to know what to do. They don't want to sit and work through the mental stuff and, you know, assess what's going on in their heart and their mind. And honestly, I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm a doer. However, one thing I've learned is that if your mindset isn't in the right place, and if you don't address the underlying thoughts and lies you've given space to in your head, then whatever efforts you're putting into your weight loss journey are honestly just futile you're going to remain in that vicious cycle of losing the weight, gaining it back, and going through that whole process again and again. Setting your foundation includes getting grounded in Jesus and asking him to give you his perspective of your worth and value and how your health directly ties into your calling. Because when you get clarity on that and you take the time to get clarity on that, you then end up having motivation that's grounded in your relationship with the Lord. And then you can take hold of his grace and actually be consistent in implementing healthy habits. So that's number one, step one, set up your foundation. Step two, increase your protein. This comes as no surprise as I've already mentioned how this can be such a big game changer for my clients. It's important to consume complete quality protein. Complete proteins naturally come from meat It takes some pairing and intentionality to get complete protein from plants. It's possible. It's just a little bit more difficult. Your best source is quality beef. We've been fed the lie that beef is bad and chicken is better, but the truth is chicken pales in comparison to beef from a nutrient density standpoint in every category. I still eat chicken. I I like it, but I definitely try to prioritize beef as I know that it's just a more nutrient dense option. I also eat a good amount of plain Greek yogurt. I didn't used to consume much dairy, but the more I've looked into it and just kind of studied the benefits of of dairy um, and even the drawbacks, if you're someone who doesn't have a dairy sensitivity or intolerance, dairy can be a great source of protein. And it also can be a great source of nutrients, particularly if you're getting raw grass-fed options. Um, Otherwise, you want to try to get organic as a minimum um, if you're going to have dairy. I would say if you're not going to have at least organic, then it's probably not worth having. You can use other sources. Um, But when, when it comes to your portions for protein, nearly everyone could stand to consume at least 100 grams of protein minimum. But 
nearly all of my clients come to me consuming less than 60 grams. And just changing this, your protein intake is huge for healthy weight loss and improving your metabolism. I would say this plus setting your foundation with Jesus could be the most important steps. But we've got more steps. (laughs) So number three is to clean up your choices. This one is a bit tricky for some due to cost or even just access to higher quality options. Living in California, I know I'm super spoiled with all sorts of high quality produce and meat options from our grocery stores. However, I am starting my own garden and I'm also going to be getting some laying hens here in the next month or so. And I know that's also not an option for everyone, but I guess I'm just sharing because I'm also really excited about it. (laughs) And as much as you can either grow your own stuff or find local farmers, the better. All that to say, one big thing I teach my clients is which foods are optimal and the healthiest option. But with that, I teach them how to choose according to their vision. There are options that are just straight up toxic when it comes to food. (laughs) And then there are some that are good, some that are better, and some that are optimal. And so I do discourage my clients from the toxic options, but within the good, better, optimal framework that I've created, I show clients how to eat clean according to their budget and availability. And at the end of the day, you want to choose whole foods as much as possible. Meat, fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds, minimally processed dairy, quality dairy, dairy, and to try to cook as much as possible at home. That makes a world of a difference when it comes to cleaning up your choices. Step four. You want to calculate your macros. If I were to give one that you could, I guess, skip for this month, that would be this step. Though I would encourage you to focus on protein, which is its own step. So I'd say if you're going to calculate any macros, count up your protein. And I actually used to not have my clients calculate macros, but I started to notice that after their initial weight loss, they'd start to plateau and we didn't have good enough data on what they were eating in order to make adjustments so that we could break the plateau. So for the last couple of years, I've started to include a macro counting phase of the program where clients get clear on which portions their body needs in order to lose weight healthily. And it ends up being a really cool learning curve for clients because they spend a few weeks just really dialing in on on macros and what their body needs. And so then when they end up maybe hitting a plateau, they're like, oh, okay, like I know how to adjust this macro. I know how to do this kind of a dynamic. And so they're set up to actually then when they move into intuitive eating, they've got this experience and data with more of the actual numbers and portions for their body. But generally, you want to consume at least one gram of protein for each pound of lean muscle you have. So I'm six feet and I weigh around 150 pounds. In my prime, I had around 125 pounds of muscle. I don't know if I'm quite there right now, but I would need to eat at least 125 grams of protein minimum. But then my goal is always closer to 130 grams because that's the amount of lean muscle that I want. So you, I guess you want to eat enough to cover your basis for the lean muscle you have. But then if you're intentionally trying to increase your muscle mass, then you're going to want to eat the amount of protein that serves that. 
Then for carbs, it varies from person to person, but generally if you're trying to lose weight, you want to eat less than a hundred grams of carbs. You don't need to do keto to lose weight, which is closer to like less than 20 or 30 grams of carbs. You just want to make sure that you're being intentional with the amount. And again, the kind of carbs matters. The kind of food we eat matters for all of these different things. So try to go for complex carbs from fruit and veggies more than processed grains or processed foods like that. And also this does change depending on how physically active you are and the muscle mass that you have. The more muscle you have, actually, the more carbs you can consume without causing inflammation or increasing your blood sugar excessively. And then when it comes to fat as a macro, it kind of sort of function as a filler macro after you've sorted out the protein and the carbs. So depending on how many calories you're supposed to be eating, you can then kind of work with the fat to get you to the right amount of calories that you need. And this is something that I show you what to do in the Healthy Weight Loss Academy of how to figure out what your macros are and then how to kind of work within those to find what's going to serve your goals in the best way. But like I said, based on what I just said, <laughs> that was redundant. <laughs> um, you want to shoot for at least a minimum of 100 grams of protein. And then if you're trying to lose weight, you want to do less than 100 grams of carbs. And then with fat, you um, can kind of play with that to see where it gets you in terms of your your specific goals and body outcomes. And like I also said about this step, this could be the one that you could toss out for this month and wait until you get some support on that um, from myself or elsewhere. <laughs> step five be a meal prep boss. (laughs) Just before I started putting this episode together, I was actually working on my meal plan for the upcoming week. And I cannot emphasize enough how important and valuable it is to cook at home. If you've ever, if you, if you just don't consider yourself someone who likes to cook or who's in the kitchen much, honestly, it's never too late to learn. And most people who start to spend more time in the kitchen, who start to experiment with recipes, they end up really enjoying it. And I show my clients how to save time and money cooking at home while establishing a meal prep approach that fits their schedule and produces the food they love. I've seen it time and time again. This is possible for you. But here's the key you need to take away. You want to make sure that you start small and stay consistent. So don't just decide this coming week like, okay, I'm going to cook all of my meals. I'm going to meal prep everything. When you do that, kind of back to what I was saying about healthy weight loss, if that's something that is completely outside of what you've done and you don't even necessarily see yourself long-term cooking all of your food, you know that you're going to eat out sometimes, that's going to set you up for disappointment (laughs) because you'll most likely either get overwhelmed and not even do it or you'll do it and then the next week you're like, oh my gosh, that was so much work. That doesn't work for me. I don't want to do that anymore. So start small. So if you just look at this upcoming week, If all you do is determine what you're going to eat this coming week each night, even if you know some of the nights you're going out, what that's doing is that's putting you into the habit of being intentional with your meals because you're actually looking at it and considering what you're going to eat. And then if you want to, you can take it another step further and determine which nights you're going to cook, maybe one or two nights cook a large meal that's going to feed your family, but then also have leftovers for another day. And, and, and even too, this meal, it doesn't have to be a super healthy meal. Um, it could be something that you make all the time you're familiar with making, but again, 
if you if you do that, if you if you're intentional with planning your food, cooking your food, it's going to set you up well because this time of year, there're just so many other easy, convenient holiday treats <laughs> that are out there. And when you already determine like, oh, well, I'm going to cook this and then you have that food, you're more likely to eat that and just be more intentional with the holiday treats that you consume. Again, I'm not saying not to eat them. I'm just saying when you're hungry, you're tired, you don't have anything planned. It's just so much easier to grab what's convenient versus when you're being intentional, putting forth a little bit of effort, it can be a game changer. So with that said, um, step five, become a meal prep boss. I guess maybe we could change it for just this month. You could become a meal prep starter, (laughs) initial meal prep person. (laughs) Either way, (laughs) um, that is step number five. Step number six, create consistency. So that would be, I mean, I guess, so I would say if you're only going to focus on a few of these steps, number one, set your foundation. Number two, focus on your protein. And number three, which is actually step six, create consistency. So whatever you choose to try to do this month, just try to keep doing it. And the biggest key to consistency is mindset and accountability. So for this to really work, you need to make a commitment to having a perspective that prioritizes your health and values learning and growing along the way. That's huge because if you don't value the process, you're going to get discouraged and you're going to tap out because I'm not going to tell you that, oh yeah, you just perfectly do everything and it all works out and there's no issue. You're going to make a meal, try a new recipe, and it probably, you know, it it might not go the way you want it to, or somebody in the family is not going to like it. And so then you're like, oh man, you know, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to practice. There's going to be some trial and error. And so it can be really challenging to implement some newer things without a community to support you. And usually when we're in those holiday settings with family and friends, that's when we're most likely to fold under the pressure. So when you have a community of like-minded, Jesus-loving ladies, like my free Facebook group, or like the Healthy Weight Loss Academy, you are far more likely to make it through the most difficult phases of lifestyle change and then actually make it through to establishing some solid habits. So make sure to find, to number one, make sure to commit and also make sure to find support. Maybe you could share this episode with a friend and say, Hey, I want to implement some of these steps this month. Will you support me in that? That's another great option to have, you know, kind of an accountability buddy. So friend, these are the six steps to healthy weight loss. And that's what I've got for you today. And these are the same six steps. Like I said, that I walk my clients through in the healthy weight loss Academy. Again, the next cohort begins Monday, January 1st. And for all who sign up now in December, you can get access to our exclusive community for support during the holidays and access to the Hope and Health Through the Holidays mini course. It is a short course packed with keys to writing out the rest of the year, actually making progress in your health while still enjoying your favorite holiday foods. And if you want to sign up, go to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course. And if you found this episode helpful or you have any other questions about what I shared, I would love to hear from you. And you can just email me at visiondrivenhealth at gmail.com and I'll be sure to get back to you. I hope you have an amazing blessed day and I'll talk to you next time. 
friend, I really appreciate you joining me today and listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, would you be so kind as to take two minutes to leave me a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts? That would really mean a ton because the more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can find this podcast and be blessed and encouraged in creating their own Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You can use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.